Hello, my name is Ian Farmer, and I thank you for listening in to The Countdown once again. This is episode 46, and I appreciate all the support. Uh, today, like I told you yet uh, last night, The Countdown will have a change to it. Ready for me to answer some questions? It's time for me to be my own self-host for the first time ever. And my last but not least, Monday is going to be my top 10 defenses in, in the NFL. Had some debates with I've had some debates with some friends about that. We I'm going to break it down for you. Reason why it's not today, I haven't broke it down yet. But I'm, I'm going to give you my top five freshmen that I think will make an impact this season in college basketball. For my last but not least, and I'm ready to hop into it, guys. You ready to hop into it? It's a nice day, sunny day, not a rainy day. It was originally supposed to be rainy. I'm going to get a couple of my friends. We're going to hang out. We're going to go watch Free Guy, which has Ryan Reynolds, one of the best actors in America currently. I'm ready to see that. But let's jump into it. How big of a move is Sonny Michelle to the Rams? It's a big move. It's a big move. To me, it's almost like the Patriots wanted the Rams to succeed. It's They gave away a six-round pick for Sonny Michelle, a veteran running back, a good running back, who will def who will definitely I don't care what systems what system he's in if he has good chemistry with the um with the other guys he will be a positive tribute in the playoffs don't see why he wouldn't be a positive tribute in the regular season with Cam Akers out great move by the Rams I mean I do realize that Sony Michelle isn't as explosive as a Christian McCaffrey or Dalvin Cook. But he's a bruising back that can make plays when you need them. That's just that's what he is. Uh, I'm starting to really think he's the perfect pit, perfect fit for the Rams. Uh, offers experience, leadership, focus, can play the game. I like Sony Michelle to the Rams. Uh, good offensive line behind Sony Michelle. He's used to that with um over at New England. So. Something he'll be used to. Matthew Stafford, who I think is really going to have a great season. That's um, good, obviously. Uh, outside of the Rams needing some weapons now, I think they may need another weapon or two. Uh, receiving core. I mean, I think the Rams are ready to go compete for a Super Bowl this season. We'll see what happens with the Los Angeles Rams, but i got to tell you, I like the way the organization is headed. And something I haven't met, something I haven't mentioned about the Rams while talking about the Rams and the Sony Michelle move and all that. Sean McVay. The Rams also have a really good coach, a really good young coach behind them, a guy who has Super Bowl experience and a guy who's competed on the highest level possible. You know, there's rumors going around. There's always rumors that go around about uh College coaches paying players to come play, and that obviously happens. The rumor going around right now is that Penny Hardaway paid Emoni Bates to come to Memphis. Listen, guys, is there a good chance of that happening? Sure. Is there a good chance of John Calipari paying Anthony Davis to come play? Sure. Is there a good chance? Heck, is there a good chance uh, Michigan State paid, Ma- um, paid Magic Johnson to come play back in 78? Sure. 
That's not what we should be talking about right now. We've seen that happen over the recent years in the college basketball era. But Penny Hardaway, I know his game better than anybody. Penny Hardaway has a reputation as a basketball player. Penny has been to an NBA Finals. Penny can translate young talent probably as good as any coach in college basketball. John Calipari, I'm a, I'm a Kentucky I'm a Kentucky fan. You guys know that. John, I mean John Calipari, he uh, gets players to, to the NBA like no coach ever has before. Carl Anthony Towns, really good player. It's on the one of the worst teams in the NBA. He leads that team. I wonder why. Uh, Anthony Davis. I'm not going to say nothing about him. He does have his issues, but he's a top 10 player, top 15 player in the NBA. Uh, Devin Booker. Nothing I can really say about that. John Wall. DeMarcus Cousins. De'Aaron Fox. Great player. Worst, one of the worst teams in the NBA. Penny Hardaway has the ability to make him. Money Bates, despite him being a small forward. Well, we, we, we've all seen Penny Hardaway play. He was a dunking point guard. He could dunk the ball. You know, he kind of, he definitely had a small forward feel at times, you know, dunking the ball and whatnot. Getting to the basket. Uh, Penny Hardaway is, um, that's exactly why Imoni Bates and Jalen Duran are in Memphis. If it wasn't for a little knee injury, Penny Hardaway would be one of the greatest players in NBA history. That's their coach. 18, 19 years old. Oh, hey, coach. Uh, you know, played in the NBA Finals. No big deal. Now, let's go to Duke. It's Coach K's last season. Let's go to um, Michigan State. That's a place that money was going to go. Yeah, let's just go on to Michigan State. Best player they got is Miles Bridges, bench player. I love Miles, though. Let's go to Kentucky. Tyler Hero, P.J. Washington. Good players. That's not what a money base wants to be. A money base wants to be an NBA superstar. You know who, who was an NBA superstar at one time? Penny Hardaway. Could you argue he was top five, top ten in the NBA? You couldn't argue that he wasn't. That's why Jalen Duran and Emoni Bates are in Memphis. Even if Penny did even if Penny did offer them some money to come play for Memphis, I guarantee you that the reasons are a lot bigger than that. A couple seasons ago, James Wiseman. Number one player in the country. Oh, yeah. NBA legend is my coach. Awesome. Goes on. Playing pretty good in the NBA. He had an injury. People, uh, critics, including myself, have um, still have hard outs. But, I mean, James Wiseman wasn't playing that bad there for a little bit. There's no, I have no doubt that Penny has one-on-one time with these guys. Uh, I think Memphis will be a second or third seed in the tournament. I think they can make somewhat of a run. 
too young to maybe win the NCAA tournament. But for sure, uh, really good-looking roster right now. Really good-looking roster right now. Like I said yesterday, they are, they are my most exciting team to see this season. Let's move on. There's a couple of common-sense factors here. Uh, the Saints named Jameis Winston the starter. Taysom Hill was never really much in the running. Don't you just feel bad for Taysom Hill, though? He's been on the Saints for so long. They were going to pass the torch over to him. People say he's arguably the best special teams uh, NFL player of all time. Uh, it's just... Uh, sucks to see that. But Jameis Winston has had the mentorship of Drew Brees for the last season or two. It's going to be interesting to see what Jameis Winston does. Uh, last time we saw him on a football field, he had the most passing yards in the NBA along with the most interceptions, not in the NBA, the most interceptions in the NFL. That uh, was not a very good look on him, for being honest. But he does show potential. You don't get the most passing yards in the NFL for anything. And I'm ready to see what Jameis Winston does this season. Ryan Fitzpatrick was um, Ron Rivera announced. like It's kind of like in the uh, in the shadows, but Ryan Fitzpatrick will start week one. For the Washington football team, I mean, let's be honest, Fitzmagic bounces everywhere, man. I can't see him being with this team any more than a season. Uh, I mentioned yesterday the Jaguars could go um, give the Eagles a player, but I mean, Gardner Minshew, maybe a, a placeholder at the uh, uh, Washington football team's uh, quarterback, placeholder quarterback until they find somebody else. That could also work. But that's that. Can't wait to see Jameis Winston play and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't believe he's there for over any more than a season. How good will the Packers be? I had a debate with my friend yesterday, and it was about he said that the Packers could make a Super Bowl run since it was Aaron Rodgers last season. They were going to make the one final run at it. Yes, I can see that. I really can see that, okay? I really can see that. But how good will the Packers really be this season? They have chemistry issues. Aaron Rodgers did not even want to show up to training camp at the at the uh for the majority of OTAs. He didn't want to go to any of that. He was talking about leaving the Packers, Broncos, Raiders, Dolphins, anywhere but here. I don't want to be in Green Bay anymore. Chemistry issues, people. Chemistry issues. Saw uh greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. Patriots won six Super Bowls. NFL record. NFL record. Guess what? Had some chemistry issues. Bye bye. I'm going to Tampa Bay. Folks, chemistry is everything in professional sports. In college sports. In high school sports. I don't think the Packers win the Super Bowl this season. I think they meet up with Seattle in the divisional round. And Russell Wilson gets his revenge on Green Bay this season. That is my prediction. That is my bold prediction.
last but not least, top freshmen in college basketball this season. I'm going to do five freshmen that I think will make an impact this season. Number five is Patrick Baldwin Jr. from uh, He committed to uh, St. Bonaventure. He is the reason why St. Bonaventure is in the top 25 way too early college basketball AP poll this season. Uh, power forward 6'9". We see a lot of those 6'9", um, 6'10". Power forward succeed in college basketball. P.J. Washington, Anthony Davis, Jason Tatum. Went um, from, from Wisconsin. Patrick Baldwin ranked number 5 in the ESPN 100. Attracted schools like Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, Iowa, Arizona State, Michigan, Minnesota, North Carolina, UNLV, Wisconsin, USC, and Wake Forest. And if I did not mention North Carolina, they are also in that. Uh, I can't wait to see Patrick Baldwin this season. He has a five, he's a five-star recruit, obviously. Scout grade was 97. Number one in state, second in regional, and second in position. It's going to be fun to see him play for St. Bonaventure this year. They were, hey, you guys remember how I had Houston making the Final Four last season and I ended up being right on that? I remember St. Bonaventure is actually my team to go to the Final Four to make that run. You know how there's always a team in there where we don't really expect to be in there? UCLA was that team last year. Year before was COVID. Year before that was Auburn, five seed, but still. Year before that, 2019, uh, who was it, 2019? No, it's 2018. Uh, Loyola, Chicago. 2017 was South Carolina. 2016, uh, Syracuse. 2015 was Michigan State, that seven seed that lost to Duke, you know, 38-1 Kentucky year. See the trinkle effect? I think it's going to be St. Bonaventure this year. I can't wait to see what happens. Number four is Jaden Hardy. Okay, Jaden Hardy is actually not committed. He is second in the ESPN 100. Ranked above Emoni Bates. He is ranked above Emoni Bates. Um, schools that are in the running for Jaden Hardy are Arizona, Arizona State, California, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Illinois, Kentucky, LSU, Memphis, Michigan, Mississippi State, Missouri, Oklahoma, Rutgers, San Diego State, USC, and Washington. Man, just imagine if Jaden Hardy went to went to Memphis. Like, wow. Then I would probably think Memphis would win the win the uh, title. That's three top. That's like Duke a few years ago, except they won't have nearly as much hype around them. I don't think that's going to happen though. Uh, I like Jaden Hardy to my Kentucky Wildcats. I feel like maybe some team like LSU could really be a big possibility. Michigan, Illinois. They have Kobe Cockburn. They have a top two, top three center in college basketball this season. Maybe like Arizona State. Remy Martin gone. But yeah, overall, I could definitely see um, Jane Hardy going to one of these like lower SEC teams, maybe like Colin Sexton when he went to Alabama when they were no pretty much nobodies in basketball. Maybe like a Oklahoma, Missouri. But yeah, Jane Hardy is number four. Six four shooting guard. Five star recruit. His scout grade is also 97. Number three, I have. Jalen Duran, the center that just committed to Memphis a week or two ago. Jalen Duran is ranked number seven in the ESPN 100. He is 
in my opinion, outside of Shet Holmgren, of course, the center of this recruiting class, 6'10 center uh, from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. His ground grade is 97. He is a five-star, number one in state, number one in regional, and number one in position. Uh, I will say this. He did not have as many options. He committed to Memphis. The other schools that were in mind for him were Alabama, Georgetown, Maryland, Miami, Michigan, and Penn State. So you see that for the most part, maybe outside of Michigan, he kind of wants to go to like a lower, smaller school. Definitely, that's definitely a move from someone who wants to go to the NBA, stand out, not have a whole lot of teammates, not have to pass the ball a whole lot, uh, just get the ball, get more shots, um, impress scouts. 6'10 center, 245 pounds. From Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Jalen Dern is my third make an impact freshman in college basketball this season. Number two is Amoni Bates. 6'9, small forward. That's big for a small forward, too. He's taller than LeBron James. Uh, from uh, Michigan, I'm not sure what kind of city that is. 6'9", even 200 pounds, scout grade 97. Uh, schools he did have in mind overall were Kentucky, Michigan State, Michigan, Georgia, Florida State, and Duke, along with Memphis. But obviously the G League at night was also in there toward the end. Uh, Amoni Bates, man. Amoni Bates. I don't buy into hardly any hype, so I'm not buying into the Amoni Bates hype. But I do think he will be very, very impactful. Number one in state, number one in regional, number one in position. Amoni Bates is number two. And number one, the player I believe, I'm not sure if his game is going to translate over to the NBA, but right now, my pick for the best freshman in college basketball is Shet Holmgren, ranked number one in the ESPN 100. This. Uh, Shet Holmgren had schools like Ohio State, North Carolina, Minnesota, Michigan. Michigan's in the running for all these, man. Memphis is it was in the running for Shet Holmgren, Georgetown, and then of course Gonzaga. Gonzaga is the best team in college basketball this season. They are my pick to win it. Best front court in recent memory in college basketball with Drew Timmy, who would more likely win College Basketball Player of the Year, and Shet Holmgren, the top center in the ESPN 100 and the top player in the ESPN 100. Seven foot one, only 195 pounds. That's one of the reasons why I don't think he'll work in the NBA. Is he's so tall? Like players with his body type, with his frame, need like a Dirk Nowitzki aspect. Can shoot the ball. Can do some shifty legs. Kind of have some point guard type, uh, point guard type aspects to their game. I'm not saying shit hunger and does not have that. But we're just going to have to wait and see what Shet Holmgren can do. But he is my number one freshman for the class of 2021. I thank you guys for listening today. I think the Panthers podcast is going to come on Tuesday, okay? Okay. Just bear with me, guys. I think it's going to come on Tuesday. However, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Questions, my own self-host, tell me how I did. But despite that, I love you guys, and I will see you all Monday. Peace.